You know, love believing the best of other people, sometimes you realize that the way they are acting towards you is more their issue than it is yours. In many cases, it's more their issue. You're not the only one that's getting the blunt of that. They have that issue in their life, and they don't deal with it appropriately, and so they act that way not just to you, but they act that way to others too. So then, uh, why should you take offense and let that hinder your life from moving forward? Well, the best thing you can do is love them enough to forgive them, or if you need to, then communicate with them. So he says, sincere and without offense, living free from offense. If you're offended, it pretty much tells you that you have a fence around your life that doesn't let them in. In other words, I don't want them close to me, all right? And, and I'm not saying at certain points, at certain times, if people are constantly doing things that are inappropriate and communicating in ways that are hurtful, and sometimes you need to have certain boundaries in your life. doesn't necessarily mean you're offended, but I can tell you, if you're offended, you will build a wall. You'll build a, you'll build a fence around you and say, nope, you're not getting close to me. I'm not going to let you do that to me, right? So... Offense is really something that separates people. It separates people from others. And so we don't want to live in offense. If you're walking in love, then you're not going to live in offense. Next verse. Being, being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and the praise of God. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness. Now, we have talked about the fruit of the Spirit in this particular time of teaching and we've talked about it in different uh, lessons at certain times. So uh, the fruit of the Spirit is described in Galatians chapter 5. In Galatians chapter 5, it talks about the works of the flesh, lists out a number of different works of the flesh, not an exhaustive list. But then it uh, talks about the fruit of the Spirit in contrast to the works of the flesh. They're very opposite. The works of the flesh and the fruit of the Spirit are opposites. And so sometimes you have a mixed bag. Sometimes people are angry and sometimes they're walking in love. So you got a mixed bag. <laughs> Anger is a work of the flesh. All right. So you may have a mixed bag, but sometimes uh, you're walking in a more uh, love attitude. Or sometimes people just walking in the flesh. And so therefore they're uh, communicating or fulfilling the lust of the flesh and they're walking after the flesh. And so their attitudes and their actions and the way they treat people is not very kind, not very considerate. But if you're walking in love, then the love of God causes you to treat people with honor, respect, and dignity, and kindness, and courtesy. Amen? All right, so then... In this verse, he said, being filled with the fruits of righteousness. There is a fruit that comes out of this righteous nature that you have in Jesus Christ. Now, I'm going to read this uh, few verses, or at least some of them in different translations, and I'm going to read it to you first out of the Jordan translation. Clarence Jordan said it this way, that your love may keep growing. Now, what did we talk when we said uh, define for you the word develop? It means to, to, to grow or to evolve, right? 
It, it means what's on the inside is being revealed or disclosed on the outside. So Jordan says that you may keep growing in love until you have such keen perception. You have such keen perception that you can sort out the truly important matters. You have such keen perception that you can sort out the truly important matters. All right, so there's this book called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And then the, the writer said, or the author said, and everything small stuff. Something to that nature, all right? In other words, sometimes we think things are so big. But you have such keen perception when you're walking in love. In other words, it just clears your head. It clears your mind. And it gives you accurate perception that you're able to sort out the truly important matters. What really matters? What is really important for me to talk about, uh, discuss, or communicate about uh, whether or not I even need to talk about this? Or maybe I just need to just believe the best and go on. Or maybe I just need to just forgive if it's needed in my life. I just need to forgive. I don't think it's the best action or best behavior on their part. So I'm just going to forgive and I'm going to move on. Or it's a more important matter. And I believe that this is important enough that we communicate about so that we don't have to go down this road again. Or if we do go down this road, we've already had a discussion about it. And so they understand more clearly that this is not the way uh, to behave. Does that make sense? You're able, to truly, you're able to separate the truly important matters because you have, your perception is not so skewed. Right? You have a keen perception of what is important, how important it may be, and if it's necessary. Now... When it comes to uh, this kind of thing, obviously, in some people's lives, some things are more important to you than they are to others. Does that make sense? It may more, be more important to you, this particular area of life and the way you act or behave or communicate. It may be more important to them than it is to you, so you need to love them enough to listen to their perception or lift, listen to their uh, way of seeing it. Because love considers someone else. Love is not out just for me. Love is out for you. Is out for the other. Or especially somebody that you're in relationship with. You have a, if you're married to them. I mean, that would be pretty important that you consider them. <laughs> rather than just yourself all the time, right? Uh, we're commanded as husbands to love our wife as Christ loved the church. Uh, how many are glad God was considering you when Jesus went to the cross instead of just himself? Obviously, he wasn't just considering himself. Jesus wasn't just considering himself. In fact, it was all about you. He loved you enough to go to the cross for you. So he laid down his life on your behalf. So love is considered of others. It's not just watching out for self all the time. All right, so then you have this keen perception. You're able to sort out the truly important matters. And Living Bible renders it this way. Living Bible says, my prayer for you is that you will overflow more and more with love for others. That you will overflow. Remember, we want to disclose. We want to reveal. We want it to come out of the inside of us. It means to become fuller or better. In other words, you get so full of the love of God that you start overflowing. 
Thank you, Jesus. Now, there are times when you've been in the presence of God, you're more conscious of God, you're more aware of who you are in Christ, you're more aware of the love of God in you, and it's easier to love people when you're that way. How many have found that to be true? It's just easier. I mean, you, you see people differently. Why? Because you're so full of the love of God. You're conscious of the love of God. You're conscious of uh, Jesus living on the inside of you, the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. So you're more likely to overflow with that kind of attitude towards somebody else. We pray that this message encouraged you as you continue to discover who you are in Christ. If you want to learn more about this ministry and how you can become a partner with Purpose, visit thewordforliving.com.